So as I mentioned, today is the first day of Advent, the uh, first day of the liturgical year for the, for the entire church's year. Um, and Advent basically has, has one meaning about two events. And so what we're, what we're celebrating in Advent is we're celebrating the anniversary, let's say, of, the, of God himself becoming a human being. So that's the first coming of Christ. The second thing that we're looking forward to and preparing for, so we're kind of preparing for both of these things, this anniversary of when God actually became a human being, and then the second thing is when God will come again in the person of Jesus Christ in the second coming. So Jesus himself speaks frequently in, about his second coming. He elaborates on them in the three synoptic Gospels. And throughout the New Testament, there is much talk of Christ's second coming. And so we're preparing for the second coming and the first coming of Christ. So we're preparing ourselves for the Lord. And you might say what the church is trying to do with us and um, the mode that the, the church is trying to get us into is almost like an auditing of our own interior lives. And so we get this passage from Jesus today where he speaks about the flood of Noah and compares it to his coming, his second coming. He said, everybody was, as in the days of Noah, eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, up until the day that Noah entered the ark, they did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. And then he goes into his instruction that we need to stay awake and stay alert and pay attention. I'd like to read a quote that is not written by C.S. Lewis, but it's kind of inspired by him. He wrote a famous book where he records the conversations of these demons back and forth to one another. And so it's almost like an inverse of the spiritual life. And so you have this commentary with these demons who are trying to keep people away from God. And you get like a little insight into their conversation so as to give you, from Lewis's point of view, an insight into the spiritual life. And so this quote is inspired by him. Satan asked the first demon in his temptation of human beings, how will you operate? And the student demon replied, I will instruct them, the humans, that God does not exist. The devil shook his head. He said, you must do better than that. Most know that our enemy does not, does exist. So most people know that our enemy does exist, the enemy being God here. The second, hoping to score points, said, I will argue that hell does not exist. And Satan was annoyed. He said, after millions of atrocities in the world, many people already know well that hell exists. And then the last demon said, I will tell all that they have plenty of time that they have plenty of time. Satan beamed with satisfaction. Well said. Why aren't your colleagues as clever as you? Do that and you'll bring them down 
you'll bring them down here to hell by the billions. And it's an interesting, interesting little paragraph, little conversation, little insight. Jesus is telling us, don't act as though you have all the time in the world to repent and start living properly and live according to my words. There's, as many of our high school students probably are familiar with, there's a famous book called Brave New World by Alex Huxley. And it, it pictures this dystopian future. And it's in this tightly controlled world where technology has basically eliminated suffering. And the, those in charge have promulgated this, wise, this widely used narcotic called Soma. And it doles whenever you have any kind of pain whatsoever. Exterior, interior, just kind of numbs you to the pain. And so it's, it's like this ongoing life where there is no suffering. And it's just this bubble of anesthetization. And it's kind of scary how, where we're at right now, and I, I think about that image in that book from time to time. I haven't read it in quite some time, but it seems very prophetic. And we ought to be very careful because of the time that we live in, how easy it is to live in these little self-made bubbles. As we live right now, we live in such a materialistic time that we can really surround ourselves with so many different comforts that just kind of enclose us. Technology has grown tremendously to the point where we're getting to a kind of a virtual reality um, being promulgated in the mainstream. And this already exists to a, to a certain extent as you know, many, many people live their waking hours, most of their waking hours, on the internet, which is, of course, kind of a layer removed from reality itself. It's just kind of one layer away from reality. We have entertainment and video games that are advanced to such a level that they could keep us occupied for hours and hours on end. We can order whatever type of luxury we want and have it just sent to our house, whether that be food, alcohol, drugs in many instances. We can just live these lives of convenience and completely numb out and not pay attention to what actually matters. And, and, and then what happens, what has happened, is we stop asking these questions about reality. And we kind of live in this very surface-level place, which is what Jesus is warning us against. We live in these bubbles where we kind of just believe whatever we decide we want to believe or whatever is maybe popular or in pop culture to believe about any kind of deep questions. And we don't have any type of self-examination or even time to think because of the lack of silence. And so, of course, obviously, we have a meaning crisis. Obviously, 
we're depressed, where this wealth of technology and just wealth in general is high, we see a meaning crisis. We see people more anxious about their existence. We're probably safer than ever, but we feel less safe. And so Jesus here speaks to us very starkly at the, at the beginning of Advent. Stay awake. Stay awake. Stay tuned into reality. And this shouldn't really be a harsh message for us. We create our own little, we have the propensity to create our own little paradise comfort units in our own lives, our own kind of virtual reality, but the reality that Christ speaks of, which is, he is God, so he is the, the true authority on what reality is, what Jesus invites us to is just so rich. And it brings such joy. This is what the Lord is trying to um, speak into our hearts today. Lord, we ask you to help us to live in reality, to, on a practical level, implement different practices in our lives that keep us zoned in. Help us to have an ascetical life, a life where we pray daily. Help us to live in a community that helps form us and helps us stay in reality. Give us the relationships that are important for us to flourish and help us to have a deep friendship with you and prepare us for this Christmas. Help us to not get caught up in the, the busyness and all the things that don't really matter about this season, the materialism. But help us, Lord, to be zoned into reality and experience you and be open to receiving you. We ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us take a few moments in silent prayer to just listen to and speak with the Lord in our hearts.